Hey, this is Lena Matice, and I'm the Midlife Mommy. I'm a mother of three boys and one girl. I'm here to discuss weight loss and raising kids. I write the blog, Food is My Addiction. My baby is a senior, so what do I do now? Please join me on my trek to reach my ultimate weight loss goals while finding my way as a midlife mommy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Midlife Mommy. And today I'm going to be talking about helping my child with addiction. I'll probably get really emotional on this one today because helping your child with addiction is something no parent wants to go through. In March of 2021, I was asked to give a talk on pornography and helping my child through pornography. So this is the talk that I gave at that conference. It's not exactly what I said that day. This is the talk that I wrote that inspired that talk that day. I hope it can help some parents out there know that they are not alone in this fight against pornography. I really believe that all of us parents need to gather together to help our children fight this battle they are up against. That is my reason for speaking out about the issues in my own family. So I will now begin that talk. Last year, I decided to do a triathlon. The trail I decided to do for the bike ride was the trail that goes along Ray Lane, Golf Course Road, the Safford Cemetery, and back. It took me a few months to build up enough courage to even want to try and climb the dreaded Ray Lane Hill. So just to give you a little background, there's a hill here in Thatcher, Arizona that I've always dreaded. I never wanted to do it. But I had decided I wanted to attack this hill. It's a long, gradual climb, and there's a lot of people that avoid that hill just so they don't have to go up it. One of my friends started riding with me one day. We decided we would try that hill and start going out to daily estates. A few weeks later, I decided to go along Golf Course Road to 20th. I figured if I could do the Raylane Hill, I could do anything. One day as I was going up and down all those hills along that path, our path called life, we have ups and downs. We have trials we dread, and they last a lot of years. We have little trials and huge trials. Along that path, there is a hill that is a gradual climb. Sometimes it looks like it will take forever to get to the top. But once you get to the top, it is basically smooth sailing the rest of the way home. We might feel like this in life. There are little trials along the way or opposition. There are moments when we feel like it is smooth sailing. The biggest thing I learned is that we can get through anything if we recognize the problem and let the Lord teach us how to build up the strength we need to not just survive the trial, but accomplish the trial. On the day of my triathlon, I did not know that some friends were waiting to cheer me on 
up another hill around the Safford Cemetery. That hill was also a struggle, but when I saw all of those young women cheering me on, it brightened my day and helped me push on to make it up that hill. I debated long and hard on whether or not I should share with you about one of my family's trials. I decided that for you to listen to me, you need to know that I've been there. You need to know that I'm talking from experience. While my family was dealing with this struggle, this struggle, this issue of pornography, I say my family because even if one child or person is struggling, it affects your whole family. So while we were having this struggle, I went to a fireside where a couple of people were talking about how to protect their family from this issue. I sat there and I listened to them tell me to do almost everything I had been doing. And I was still in this mess. I did a lot of things they suggested and my son was still looking at pornography. People could tell me things I did wrong, but they really had no idea what I was up against. I tried to keep an open communication. I tried not to be too open, but open enough. Anyone could sit and tell me what I should do, all they wanted to, but I felt that they did not really know because they were not going through it like I was. I tell you our story because I want you to know I've been there. I've watched a son get entrapped into the snares of pornography. I've struggled in knowing what to do to help him see that this is an addiction that can hurt everyone around you. To be honest, when I first found out what my son was looking at, I freaked out. I did not handle it very well at all. I apologized to him later but I'm afraid the damage was done. I spent many long nights on my knees praying, praying to know how to help him. Parents need to prepare themselves on what to do when their child is exposed to pornography. I say when because the way our world is going, it is everywhere. It is in the grocery stores. And that's on magazines and in, per- in person. It's especially on the internet. It's even in our schools. Pornography is not just on the internet, though. It can be in the music they listen to, books they read, everyday television that we have in our home, or even just walking down the street in our world. It is not if your child will be exposed to pornography, but when they will be exposed to pornography. When young men get ready to be missionaries, their bishop asks them, when was the last time you viewed pornography? Not if you've ever viewed pornography, but when was the last time? So as parents, we need to prepare ourselves to handle the situations that make us so uncomfortable We need to be prepared to teach our children what they should do 
when they come across pornography. The church has a great video, and this is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It has a great video about how to help prepare your children for when uncomfortable images come on their screen. I would then follow up with the story of Joseph in Genesis 39 when he is tempted by Potiphar's wife. She kept tempting him to lie with her. Finally, the last time she tempted him, he fled and got him out. We need to teach our kids to run the other way, cover our eyes, do anything but stare at the images on the screen. One of my friends told me that if her autistic son sees a person inappropriately dressed when they go to the store, he covers his eyes and says he doesn't need to see that. What a good example as to what we should do instead of poison our minds with inappropriate images. I really believe that Heavenly Father knew what we would be dealing with in this world. I feel he prepared us and our children to know how to deal with the issues that come to them before we came to this earth. We just need to love our children and help guide them in the right direction. Believe in your ability as a parent. Believe that he will help you guide your children. Believe that you can listen to the Holy Ghost and he'll know how to help you. Believe in your child and know that he or she has this struggle for a reason. And I say he or she because it's among girls just as much as it is boys. And with the Lord's help, he or she can overcome the addiction. If you have questions about what to do in this world, go to thechurchofjesuschrist.org. Go to their website, and you can. they have a whole section on pornography. They have a whole section on addictions. They have a whole section on parental help. In the library, there is, some, there is some really fantastic information. I suggest you to go to it. I love how Heavenly Father knows just what we need, and He has it available for us. So in that library, go to Life Help, and there is a ton of different things, not just pornography, but there's a whole section on pornography. And then you'll click on Help for Parents. It is so easy to find and so helpful. Replace pornography with any issue you have, and the things they tell you in the manual can help you. Know you are not alone No, you are not the only one with this issue. We need to not judge each other and just listen. Be helpful and not judgmental. If it is a child or even a spouse that is having the problem, listen to your friend. So if you have a friend come to you, know that you're a good friend to them and they want to talk to you because I didn't do that. I had good friends, but I did not go talk to them about my issues because I was so embarrassed and humiliated. 
but you find a friend, find somebody that you can trust and and talk to about this issue. And then if the, if you're that person that somebody comes to talk to you about, be a friend that listens. You don't need to solve their problem. They just need to talk to somebody. So listen to your friend, but don't try to tear that spouse down or that child down by saying things like he is awful or you shouldn't put up with that. They don't need to hear that. They don't need to hear what they should have done better as a parent. They don't need to hear what they should have done better as a spouse. They don't need to know what that spouse needs to do better. We really all are doing the best that we can. Any negative connotations do not uplift or strengthen the person. We need to listen with love and support. We need to build each other up. Sister Burton said in her talk in 2015, and I quote, As covenant-keeping women and men, we need to lift each other and help each other become the people the Lord would have us become. The world is not only demeaning men's divine roles and responsibilities, but also sends false messages about what it means to be a real man. One false message is, it's all about me. On the other end of the scale is the degrading and mocking message that husbands and fathers are no longer needed. I plead with you not to listen to Satan's lies. He has forfeited that sacred privilege of ever becoming a husband or father. Because he is jealous, those who have the sacred roles he will never fill, he is intent on making all men miserable like unto himself. End quote. Next, I would like to talk to you about some things we can do as parents to help our children. Before we can understand what children are going through, we need to understand what issue we are dealing with. In June 2010, there was an article in the Ensign called Education is the Key. It says pornography hijacks the brain by fueling dopamine production, which provides excitement but no endorphins are admitted to help the brain feel satisfied. This cycle leads users to fall deeper and deeper into their addiction as they seek a satisfaction that will never come, end quote. Maybe the boy or girl feels like they will never get the kind of relationship that they want. So all that they have is to look at it on the internet This is one of the reasons we need to build a relationship with our children so that they will be honest with us and they will want to talk about their issues. In the parent manual that I told you about earlier, there is a section called Build, Trust, and Develop Strong Relationships. How we do this is, and I quote, through prayer, we can receive revelation on how to help our children feel connected to us and the rest of our family. As we build strong relationships with each child, we give them a safe place to turn. We should let our children know that they can talk to us and that they won't be criticized. 
because of shame, our children may feel embarrassed or hesitant to talk to us. Some of this hesitation may come from our children's unique personalities, but it's easier for our children to approach us when we know they will be received with love and support, end quote. Another thing to think about and something I did that I now that I am now ashamed of is try to guilt him. One of the times he relapsed, I told him that if he didn't stop doing this, he was going to destroy his life. I even gave him a bunch of reasons as to why he would destroy his life. I told him about people that lost everything, like a man who lost his family, another man that ended up in prison, and another man who lost his family and ended up in prison. Some of these people he knew, and I hoped that it would scare him to stop. Something I learned just recently is those words did not help him. They probably hurt him more than helped him. Later on, when he was married, other people told him the same thing. I told him years ago, they told him his wife would leave him if he didn't stop or his life would be ruined. But that is his story to tell. And I hope one day I'll get him on this podcast to talk about it. But I need to wait till he's ready to do that. In the Help for Parents manual that the church came out with in 2019, there's a section called, How Do I Respond When I Discover My Child Has Viewed Pornography? It states, We may overreact when we discover that our children have viewed pornography. Feelings of fear can lead us to be less loving and supportive than we'd like to be. However, the best response is often to show love while seeking to understand the situation. Our children may be feeling shame and we can help diffuse that shame by asking them questions about what they are feeling, what they experienced and saw, and what they hope to do moving forward. It's important that we help our children feel safe and protected rather than fearful and vulnerable, end quote. As we seek to connect with our children, we can ask meaningful questions to help us understand our children's experiences, and how they are feeling. When we do so, we can gain insight about what they know and what they need to understand about human sexuality and intimacy. The church has so much more on their website than when I was raising my son. I handled the situation with my other sons in a much more understanding way I've learned that freaking out does not help any situation. Freaking out is what Satan wants us to do. Shaming is what Satan wants us to do. I know that through the power of the atonement, my son can get the help that he needs. I believe the Savior knows exactly what he's going through. I believe the Savior knows exactly what I have dealt with in dealing with this issue. And I believe that if we stick together as parents and learn how to help our kids deal with this tool that Satan is using 
to destroy our lives. I really believe that if we can band together and start talking about this issue, that Heavenly Father is going to help us get through this and help us know how to help our children. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Midlife Mommy. I hope you got something out of this episode. And I hope you're okay listening to a little bit of my vulnerability in raising kids. I want you to know that my son is doing so much better. And I know that love and support is the only thing that can help them get through any of their issues, not just pornography addiction, but any of their issues. Kids, our kids need love and support. They need to know that no matter what they do, their parents are going to love them. No matter what their choices are in life, they need to know that their parents love them. And I hope you will share this episode with other people and that you guys will forgive my inadequacies at doing a podcast. But I really want to help parents see how important it is to love your kids through this life. And I will talk to you next week.